Hey, welcome back to Pitching on Hockey. This is today's co-host, Steve. Hey, how's it going, hockey fans? And you know us, we're just a couple goalies that have taken one too many pucks to the head and do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. So be sure to follow us on Twitter to let us know what you think, and also be sure to comment and share any hockey news, highlights, or videos we should cover in an upcoming podcast. So, Steve, on this podcast, we're going to be starting off by covering the weekend series, so to speak. It's a Thursday, Friday, Sunday set between the Ogden Mustangs of the USPHL Premier uh, Mountain Division and the Utah Outliers. Yeah, there's no love lost in uh, this series. Let's put it that way. No, you've got the number one team in the Mountain Division versus the team that's trying to make it into the playoffs. So Utah had something to fight for here. And we're just going to jump right into Thursday's game where the Stinks are at the Outliers. And it was the 21-year-old Croatian Troja in net for Ogden and a 20-year-old out of Vaughn, Ontario. Yep, yep Vaughn, Ontario. Yep. I'm just going to say Toronto because it's basically the same thing. Out of the 20-year-old out of Toronto, Kyle Cosma, who I'm going to tell you seriously impressed me during this weekend series. But... Let's jump into that first game on February 18th and right into the first period. About six and a half minutes in, Lucas Voschko, the 19-year-old Lithuanian-American, buries a one-timer past Kozma, and it's one nothing Ogden. Yeah, there was some really nice work along the boards there to you know get that puck on out. But uh, nice, really nice job by Washko identifying that his player had the puck, you know, drifting towards a slot area, looking for the opportunity, and he wasted no time getting it off his stick. So good play. No, he didn't. But then you're talking, we move all the way to basically the end of the first period, like 21 seconds left on the clock. And Nikita Andrusenko, the 20-year-old out of uh, so Nizhny Vartovsk, Russia, takes basically the third or fourth attempt at net and puts it past Shoha, and Utah ties it at one. Yeah, and in that play right there, uh, the Mustangs got a clue to net. You can't get that many whacks at the puck, you know, not pay a price at all, right? I didn't see one body hitting the ice and see one cross check to somebody, right? It was just a lot of puck watching. So defense, clear those guys out. If you clear them out, they can't score. And that, and that point right there, it's worth taking a penalty, right? Deck a guy, knock him down. Don't there him... are good penalties, and that's the thing. In a situation like this, that's a good penalty. Take the guy out. Don't let him take a couple whacks at your goalie. Make him pay. You know, you've, you've got to conciliate the guy. So if anybody doesn't know um, – Kinsella was my defenseman in, in multiple tournaments, and I saw him lay out several guys that got close to me. So that's what I'm going to say. Even though Kinsella will never probably hear this podcast, you got to Kinsella the guy. I'm going to try to TM that. All right. You go for it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right. But, but, and now we're going to Kinsella the rest of the first period. Uh, <laughs> Kinsella the rest of the first period, the last 21 seconds of it all, and we're moving to the second. Well, but the one so, thing we got to comment on, though, those goals within, you know, the first or last minute of a period are killers. Oh, they, they're absolute they, killers. It just they're gives momentum the, drivers. Yeah, well, that's exactly it. You know, for the guys that gave it on up, their heads are down a bit. You know, because we, we always say giving up a goal with, you know, even under two minutes, right? Those couple minutes left, the start and the end of a period are just just huge, right? And now you've got a team coming into the second period that's got the momentum and ready to, you know, ready to go, right? So Yeah, the, the second you start to see 159 on the clock, you can't let a goal in. Like, those are... <laughs> They're, they're momentum shifters completely, and I think that kind of shows a little bit here because we move into the second, 
But Utah takes a penalty for tripping. And on the ensuing power play, Washko yet again winds up from the blue line. And Michael Heller, the 20-year-old out of Mooresville, PA, who's stationed right in front of Cosma, tips it up over him. And I think that's his second goal in as many games. Ogden's back up by one. Yeah, but that was a nice tip-in, right? Nice net front presence right in front of the goalie there. And nice job getting your puck on that stick to get it up over top because those – any tips in close like that, right, are so tough. To, uh, you can't even react to it. So beautiful play. Nice recognition again. No, absolutely. And then about halfway through the second, the Stangs get called for tripping and on the assuming power play. Dawson Armstrong, the 20-year-old Hartford, Connecticut kid, circles back around the net and doesn't miss it on pass from Andrusenko, and Utah ties it back up at two. Yeah, yeah, just there was some good pressure by them to get that goal. But again, besides letting the goal in late, penalties will kill you. And, you know, we saw some evidence of that here. Oh, and it, it, it really does. And that takes us actually into the third period where I think it's just three minutes into the third. A couple stanks collide and that leads to just a two on oh breakaway. And Michelle Vignali, the 20 year old out of Murano, Italy, makes no mistake and just puts it past Troja. Yeah. Utah's up three to two. Yeah, nice, nice shot on the breakaway, right? Picked his spot, buried it, couldn't fault Troja on that. He actually played a really, really good game. You know, I was really impressed by him. So, but it's pretty tough on breakaways, right? I give it, I always call it 50 50. If you got a good goalie in it, he's got a 50% chance of stopping that, but didn't go his way this time. Yeah, but that ultimately ended up being the game winning goal there for Vignali. There was a little bit of a scuffle with a couple minutes left, but that was it. Ogden loses to Utah in this one. The Outliers take the win. Troja stopped 38 of 41, and uh, Kazma stopped 19 of 21. So, what do you think of the game overall? Uh, chippy. Uh, good. Yes. Good goaltending battle. Liked it. You know, it's feel bad for Troja that he couldn't, you know, come up with that save again, not falling him. But there's nothing better than making that save at the end of the game as your goalie to keep yourself, you know, to at least get a point out of it, right? But can't fault him. But, man, the last two minutes of the game got pretty damn chippy. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and the Mustangs were really finishing their checks there. You can tell they had a little bit of edge to them. So, um, And I think you're going to see a little bit of that carry on throughout the rest of this series. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Because you're talking about a team that's in, in first in the division and isn't concerned about making the playoffs versus a team that's really fighting for its playoff lives against Provo. And the outliers show it. So moving into Friday, the Stangs are back again facing the outliers at the Maverick Center here in Salt Lake City or I guess West Valley. Again, it's Troja and Cosma in net for both teams breaking right into the first. About seven minutes into this one, Utah breaks out of their zone on a three on two in a beautiful passing play from Dowhart McLaughlin. Sets up Alex Charon, the 19-year-old from Moscow, Russia, and he makes... No mistake, it's one nothing Utah. Yeah, that was a nice tic-tac-toe pass, right? Just one, two, three, really quick. Again, can't fault the goalie because it's even, you know, it's hard setting it up, you know, getting set into position after one pass, but three on over with a really quick shot. That's that's a tough, but you know, nice, nice, nice passing play. You know, beautiful, uh, beautiful finish for them. No, no fault on the Croatian sensation on this one. That was just a great play by Utah. But that was it for the first in terms of scoring. We move into the second with just under a minute left in the second. So this is a pretty tight game. The 20-year-old out of Abbotsford, British Columbia, Liam Tivers, walks in and goes high gloves out on Troja. Utah's up 2 nothing. 
Yeah, again, nice shot there. But uh, just before that, though, nice centering pass, you know, and having to make Choha track hard from one side to the other, not getting set, you know, nice shot coming across the goaltender's body on that one. Oh, no, absolutely. Again, you can't fault Choha on these. Like, Utah is fighting for their playoff lives, so they're not going to lay down. That's very clear. And then we honestly move right into the third, and I think you wanted to mention a beautiful push glove save by Choha. Yeah, just, you know, at the, around the 14.52 mark, nice push over, tracking that puck and getting that trapper up to snag that puck, and very nice save, very nice save. No, Troy had an excellent game. Honestly, they, these teams are firing on all cylinders. I think they actually ended up with, like, the same shot count at the end of this game. It's Ogden takes advantage of a power play as Utah, you know, commits a penalty, and Micah Heller picks up the loose change in front of the net and puts Ogden within one. Yeah, nice little uh, dirty rebound goal there. Those are my favorites, to be honest with you. You know, um, those pretty high snipes to the side. And our little tic-tac-toe plays, you know, are what make highlight reels. But, you know, uh, dirty rebound goals. Get down in there. Get it on the goalie's pads because we've got to kick it out and just pay the price and get them. I love those goals. No, those, those are great goals. And honestly, it was a wild finish. Ogden threw everything it had at Utah. Cosma just stood in there strong. And Utah escapes, I say, in this stage. In this situation, Utah escapes with a 2-1 to victory because Ogden was really trying to take this one out of their hands. But well done for Cosma, stopping 38 of 39. Troja stopping 37 of 39. Really, really good game for a 2-1 to game. Yeah, and again, another goaltending battle, right? They're both playing, you know, good hockey. Uh, you know, it really seems like Troja's game the last, you know, two to three weeks has really escalated. Looks no, like he's he really won. stepped up. Ever since he turned 21, I don't know, he's got that. Dude, he's been on fire since his 21st birthday, by far. Yeah, yeah. Been playing, been playing well, wanting to own that net, right? So, again, you can't fault any of the goals, goalies for the goals that were let in here, you know. Um, but in the goaltending no, these battle. these are all excellent goals. Yeah, Cosma just out-battled, right? That's what it comes down to. So, you know, another another good tight game. Another chippy game again. Like, again, there's not there's not a lot of love loss. We, we, we saw a play like that in the second period that will yeah. get clarification at some point from some coach who had a better standpoint on that one because we want the backstory. But yeah, yeah definitely. I, I would be interested in the backstory on that one because I'll just say it on here because we've definitely called out some dirty, dirty plays in the past. And I will I will say that from my perspective, from what I can see on hockey TV, there was a what in my opinion was a pretty nasty spear on Utah player uh, out of Germany. Uh, what's his name? It's Voltman. I think it is Voltman. Pretty nasty spear on Voltman, I think, in the second period of that game that, in my opinion, is suspendable. Maybe there's some history between that player and another player or that player and another Ogden player. But in my opinion, as a Mustangs fan, that's still dirty. I, I don't want that happening to me. I don't want it happening to my teammates. If I ever have kids, I sure as hell don't want that happening to my kids. So that was just a dirty, dirty play. But again, I don't know if numbers were taken at an earlier point. Yeah. So. No, just take a number, hit a clean hit or drop the gloves and take them, right? So that's that's yeah. the way to do it. Or, that's you how know, you handle it. Punch, punch each other like men. Yeah, I, I just. Or I just if you're don't. in a female league, punch each other like ladies. Like, yeah. do it. And in this situation, uh, it's all it's all 
It's all males in this league. Punch each other like men. Handle it like men. Uh, a spear is just kind of dirty. Yeah, and like, and from my vantage point, was like I said, it was hard for me to see too, right? I don't know if it was even, you know, uh, without the stick to the groin area, like straight up in between after the faceoff. It was hard to tell, but you know, like, look, give him a good whack on the calves, right? You know, get up to. Well, that. I can tell you by Volkman's response, he wasn't faking it. Yeah, there, there's he's. He's not a he's not a soccer player. That was that was a hockey player responding to a hockey injury, and that yeah. that looked like it hurt. The the Canadian kid there, Lawton, took a pretty nasty stick to the face in that game as well. You know, and that wasn't caught by the rest too. It wasn't in this case. Utah wasn't the Utah player wasn't trying to to hit Lawton in the face. The Utah player was just swinging at a puck that went airborne, and Lawton's face just happened to be right behind the puck. I could, you can tell that it it was it was definitely careless by the Utah player. You've got to have control of your stick. It's your fault. You you have to have better control of your stick. But it wasn't Brashear level. You know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. like he was attacked on the ice by a guy that was trying to hurt him. It was just a stupid hockey player making a stupid play. So my opinion. That takes us into the game on Sunday, which today is Sunday, February 21st. This game was in Ogden. I got to attend. I was very happy after a month of being without Ogden Mustangs hockey in Ogden. I was able to step back into Weber Ice Sheet, grab Rooster's Mustang Ale, go back to now to the Rowdy Row, and just enjoy fresh, clean Ogden Mustangs Utah hockey and... Here we go. We're stepping into it in this game. Ryan Knight was in net, the 18-year-old out of San Jose for Ogden. And surprise, Kyle Cosma back in net for Utah. Let's see where this goes. So really with this one, first period was really hard fought. And just over three minutes left in the first period, a beautiful cross-ice pass by Declan Douthard, the 20-year-old out of Winter Peg, Manitoba. And he doesn't hesitate. He puts it right through Knight's five-hole, and it's one nothing Utah again. Yeah. Yeah, in my opinion, um, stoppable goal, right? Five hole is tough coming across, but you know that one. Knight, you can have that one. I bet you if you give him a second chance, he'd get it right. But just before that, there was a possible miss penalty, you know, behind the play. One thing we will agree on, you know, I never like to blame refs for anything, but heck, uh, I do. They, <laughs> they, they, you're more of a Habs fan than I am, apparently. But uh, don't worry about the call. Keep playing, right? And it, the result was, you know, the puck in the back of the net. So, yeah, missed call. They, uh, Utah, the outliers, took advantage of the missed call, right? Potted one right away. And that's the thing. It's like, unless the rest blow the whistle, you keep playing. Don't, don't act guilty. Don't act offended or hurt or trip up. Or, oh, my God, ref, do you see me? Get back up, play the game. And in this case, yeah, missed penalty. Utah took advantage. No fault at that. one nothing Utah. That was it for the first period. Moving into the second, uh, it was about halfway through the second. The Canadian, Liam Tivers, takes a nice pass from Schwab and buries it. And there was no chance for night. But I will say, a great individual effort by, I believe it was the German Volkman that we talked about earlier on this play, because I think he was really the one that fought hard to get and keep this puck in the zone. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I'm not incorrect, he's the one that passed it to Schwab. But uh, really, again, great individual effort here by Volkman to nothing Utah. 
Yeah, nothing much the goalie could do on that run, right? The puck, no. you know, does change direction quick right onto the blade of somebody else, right? So he's got no chance on this type of uh, shot. But, yeah, like you said, good individual effort to keep the puck in and, you know, create that opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And then I think it was about five minutes left in the second. Vignali puts one on the net that Knight probably wants back. Three to nothing, Utah. Yeah, um, I was kind of laughing there. Um, I made note because I went over it a couple times and had a crack because I typed in their notes here. Total mom cheering going on. You can, there, was some, there was somebody's mom just wooing away. Uh, classic, classic, uh, you know, uh, you know, Ric Flair style. It was killing me. Um, so I watched it. Yeah, exactly, you know, watched they didn't hear my board. bells. They didn't hear my bells right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that mom's cheering drowned everything out. But yeah. Um, you know, again, you know, this is the, you know, the, the, these type of goals here are now the heartbreaker, right? It's, uh, you know, they're, you know, and kudos to the outliers. You get your lead, you keep pressing, you keep putting goals in. Because it's, it's tough to come back if you if you keep building the lead, right? That it is. And I think in this case, Utah wants to keep building the lead because about, you know, just under 40 seconds left in a second, I, I call it the, Ard- the Ogden heartbreaker. Gets scored by the 20-year-old out of Hurt in Germany, Luke Voltman, who we've talked about a couple times now already, and he makes it four nothing. Yep. Again, uh, another note about that. Mom was excited, but is uh, <laughs> it again? But there was a nice. Well, so, like so, so anyone doesn't know, Hurtin is like just north of Cologne. So as much as uh, the goalie for Cosma uh, is from Vaughan, Ontario, which is basically Toronto. Hurton is basically Cologne, Germany. So just saying. All right. So there we go. So, uh, but yeah, um, nice feed and a quick tip on in on that goal. So uh, Knight didn't have a chance on that one, but that, that one stings, right? That's, you know, it's, it's that was really a heartbreak. T- yeah. It's tough to come, come back after you're down by four, but Hey, uh, the Maple Leafs do inspire people. So let's talk about <laughs> that third period, man. No. And, and my buddy, Nick, and me and him were, were here when, when, when Vignali scored that uh, that goal on uh, on night, he's like, you know, I'm not worried. Or I've seen Ogden come back from these goals many times. When when Voltman scored that goal, he's like, okay, this this one feels a little bit more permanent. I'm like, I laughed and I'm like, yeah, but we've seen crazier games here in Ogden. He's like, we have, so hopefully we will. And does it get crazy? Well, let's find out. Let's move into the third. I will say, great keeping here on. Pretty confident was Jack Jones that really I will give the credit to on keeping this puck in the zone, which leads to Ogden's first of the game by the local 19-year-old Ogden native, Cole Van Orman. And, hey four to one, we've got one back. Yeah, got the makings of a game, right? So, yes. yeah, some good real grinding and checking behind that goal. Uh, you know, a bad clearing attempt gets, you know, taken back and, and it leads to a nice dirty goal down low. Kind of goals that we love to see, right? This is how you can get yourself back into a game, just get pucks towards the net and get bodies there. Absolutely. And as I said in the previous podcast, Buffalo. Hey, Buffalo Sabres, you see what happens when you puck at the net? You might actually score. But if you don't put the puck in the net, you're not going to score. Sorry. As a Buffalo Sabres fan, this is a public service announcement to the Buffalo Sabres organization. Moving on, about halfway through the third, Kate Herrera, the 18-year-old American, picks up a loose change in front of the net and cuts Utah's lead in half. Ogden, 4-2. to two. 
Yeah. Uh, good individual effort there by Miri to gain that zone and keep control. Oh, right? absolutely. I was going to say that same thing. Like, he really fought hard to keep that puck. Yeah. Well, he a lot of speed. He knew he was going to take the hit, right? Absorb the hit with one hand and then push the puck along the boards to his teammate. You know, so great effort to get that in there. You know, got to give kudos to that. But even before that, Seth Jones drew the penalty, right, to lead to this goal. You know, yep. he was coming on in. And that's the best thing you can do. Sometimes you just don't try to dipsy doodle through feet. Just try to power past the guy, right? Because if you do that, you're going to see that stick come up. And that, you know, that was important. So that's exactly what Seth did there. And he had two players, right? You could have called them on either of them, to be honest with you. But great job drawing the penalty. And then, like I said, Neary, beautiful effort, keep, you know, getting that puck deep in that zone. Yeah, and he's a tough kid, that Fremont kid. I'm telling you what, man. I saw him just take a, just a wallop of a hit from one of the Utah players. Uh, he slid right back in front of me. On, I don't remember what part of the game it was. He got right back up and just skated back into the zone, and it might eventually led to this one. Who knows? Maybe it was a third period. But a tough, tough kid there. And, hey, they cut the lead in half. But really great game after that. Some penalties were called. Uh, you know, Cosmos started, you know, he stood really hard in net. And that was it. Uh, Utah, uh, again, takes the victory, which is really critical for a team fighting to try to get ahead of Provo. Uh, three back-to-back-to-back wins against Ogden. Uh, is is Utah making a statement that they, they're not going to lay down and let uh, Provo take that final seed? They they want to fight. Yeah, and like I said, taking a, look, taking a look at that goaltender, keep riding him. you got a hot goalie, let him play. You know, let him keep going. Unless, you know, you notice that he's tightening up or... You know, you can tell he's exhausted. Keep fucking that kid right now because he's playing some good hockey. Yeah, absolutely. And again, it's one of those weird games where I think the shot count was the same on both goalies. I think both, well, both, not both goalies, both sets of goalies faced 36 shots with uh, Knight stopping 22-26 and Troja stopping all 10 that he faced in the third period and Cosma stopping 34 of 36. So... Really, honestly, great performances there. Cosma stood strong. Honestly, if I have to give a star, which I've never done, if I have to give a star to one player in an entire set, uh, dude, this this first star goes to Cosma. Like, he literally, I won't say single-handedly, because he had a lot of support from his players in front of him. Cosma earns the first star for this series against Ogden, because Ogden's a high-powered offensive team. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I felt like that uh, that Christmas movie, except I didn't say fudge. You know, he he kept them. He kept Ogden at bay, man. And he he stole those three games for Utah. Yeah, yeah. He that's what a hawk only can do for you, right? So you know, so just keep playing that kid. He seems to be focused and locked in. But on the flip side, when you're playing him again, the goals that you were getting against him were dirty, ugly rebound goals. Get that's those, how, put those in net, man. Put them on net every time, Ogden. Yeah, just that's what you're gonna. That's what you're gonna have to do against him right now. If he's still seeing the puck, the next time you guys play him, the exact same way, change your game plan. No more pretty looking little passing play goals. Get some bodies going to the net with speed. Fire a puck in off the pads and then clean up the garbage. That's the way fugly, you're gonna beat fugly, him. Fugly, fugly. That's how you're gonna beat this kid. Yep, exactly it. So entertaining, uh, you know, series, you know, good games to watch. Just No, absolutely. And honestly, I, as I've said in the previous podcast, I've actually fallen in love with the Mountain Division. <laughs> you know, in, in producing this podcast, you learn a lot more than you just do as a, as a regular hockey fan. 
And I've fallen in love with watching not only my local Ogden Mustangs that are only 10 minute drive from my house. I've fallen in love with uh, Utah and Provo and Northern Colorado and Pueblo. I love watching these teams and I can't wait to see where these players go. I think it's an exciting division and I can't wait to see what the playoffs, you know, any one of these five teams that miss the playoffs is going to be a heartbreaker because at this point it looks like it's either Provo or Utah that are going to miss it. And I'm telling you, it's, that's disappointing because both those teams are really, really good and you can't win them all. Right. Yep. No, exactly. it. And then all the Mustangs could do, you know, after this series, you ran into a hot goalie, um, you know, like I said, just make an adjustment for, Looking for those dirtier style goals at times when, because you know, goal scorers always they're always streaky, right? They're either potting them or they're they're off. If you're off your game, go for the dirty goals, right? So next game, you know, go in, try to pot a dirty one, right? Right off the get go and, and get going. And I will say there was one save by Troja during, I want to say it was a third period. Well, yeah, because he was only playing for the third period this game. <laughs> As a goalie, I've made this play. I was. This is why Troja is 10 times a better goalie than I ever was. It was, I think, had to be early in the third period because he slid over to make the save. And we're both goalies, so we know what this is. That extra water in the crease took him. It took him out. Like, mm-hmm. he, didn't, he didn't do a good enough job of doing that little scratchy thing we like to do as goalies of getting that crap out of our crease and making the crease feel the way we want to feel it. <laughs> so when he slid over to save this puck... His pads took him, and it slid him out of the net. Well, the Utah player is obviously scrambling to see that Troja's out of it. Like, he's not making this save. Fire towards the net, and Troja just sleeps forward and just makes a beautiful save. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, was, I was like, oh, okay, see, that's that's why you're playing at this level, and I never did. <laughs> you know? Honestly, I'm hooked on the uh, the USPHL games and the EO games and the MHL games and the EHL games. And, dude, I'm just I'm hooked on all this uh, this hockey happening across our country. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, hey, you know what? I play for this team out of Illinois and you've never once covered our games. Well, then hit us up on Twitter. Let us know, like, hey. We've got a game on Thursday at 4 p.m. Illinois time. Tell us what you think of our game, and I will sit there, and I will judge your game, and we will cover it. This is what we are here for, and we love My Hockey TV because it gives us the option to do that. So reach out to us. We want to cover your game. Until then, we're going to keep covering the Mountain Division in the USPHL. EOJHL, as I think Carlton Place is set to face off about 1,000 games against Perth. So... Let's see where that goes. You want us to cover your game? Reach out to us. We're more than happy to cover your game or your kid's game or your team's game or whatever that is. This is what we are here for. We love this. We're totally in. That said, we do appreciate you listening to us. We do appreciate that you all pushed us over a thousand downloads. So thank you for being a a podcast that's less than four months old. I'm actually kind of excited for uh, our listenership and the amount of people that have reached out to us. We're very excited and we're very appreciative of everyone that listens to a couple old men rambling about uh, junior hockey. So uh, that said, uh, this is Chris and Steve. Thanks for listening, hockey fans. This is Pigeon Hockey and we'll catch you next time.